Let's get strange. Strange. Which camera am I looking at, guys? This one. This, one. <laughs> that okay. one. this is just this is, that one's important. This is just for. Th so we'll delete this. We just let some people get the inside important. ahead of time. Okay, so only you guys. Only are me said that. You guys are important. <laughs> Jesse, no, 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 you're I said important. they're important. Okay. For me. Hey, yeah, Sam Strange, uh, co-founder of Glaxon, a new brand you may or may not have seen, but uh, yeah, neighbor. I'm a neighbor now. You are a neighbor. Welcome. I was let me be your neighbor. You know, I think I knew you had a British accent. Before you know, because we just talk on Instagram. He'd be sliding but, in MDMs. On the yeah, program. but then you know, I I was caught off guard when I heard because only my Siri is uh, British actually. actually. Why do you guys do that? Like, my <laughs> wife's got an Australian one on her GPS. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, like it's <laughs> it's like exotic, you know. I know. It's kind of I exotic. Feel exotic every day. I get it's kind of a, twenty times. Attractive. Last night Siri was talking all kind of like dirty to me, and Steph just looks it over at me good. and was just like. What is wrong with you? I was like, I like it. It's do you get do do people think you're Australian a lot? Yeah, that happens a lot because yeah. they only have like one British accent experience, which is like James Bond or Hugh Grant or Harry Potter or something yeah. like that. I'm like from the northern part of England, you know, the rough bit. So like everyone's yeah. like, oh, he's got to be Australian. He's a criminal, you know. So he's probably gonna yeah. Come the, the more north you go, the less you can understand him. You get up to like Ireland, I can't understand him. Well, Scotland, I, I Scotland. I was a kid as well, so yeah, Scotland is a whole other thing. Like I wouldn't even survive in in Scotland. So yeah. why is that? Because you couldn't understand them. Understand them, and uh, they're just—they're just a different breed. I mean, Hadrian built a wall. The Roman Empire said, "Nah, we ain't going up there. We're just going to build a wall and have done with it." So walls have been around for a long time. Don't think Trump invented the wall. Okay? <laughs> Dude, you, you just triggered somebody. I'm sure you know. We just you, lost about 20 followers, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, we lost them all last all week. All right, before we uh, well, let's pause for the sponsors. America Energy, thank you very much. Oh. This is the first so time Sam trying cream soda. He grabbed American Energy, not knowing he was going to have to drink another one. I know. Now. So he. No, I'm too deep. I drank one this morning. I got yeah. them at home. I got the so cherry this is cola. Number three? This is number three. Look yeah. at that. Plus zone. I took some zone as well. I'm not even. Look at that. I'm not even. You know. We're gonna. So you're. <laughs> we're not gonna be able to understand you the further we get along this podcast. Yeah, he's definitely hearing colors. That's really good. That actually tastes like a legit cream soda. It's different, right? For uh, energy drink, we wanted to do something different. So don't don't speak too loud because I think some people are gonna. That might be. That's one of the more enjoyable energy drink experiences I've had in a in a hot minute. So yeah, really good. Word. Appreciate that. Meet. Do you want to? Um, do you have anything now that we're past the forty fifth president? Well, I think uh, we're on we'll episode forty six. You know what, Doug? What? So we ran out of presidents. We always were doing like this. Is the, we this podcast is well. <laughs> this show goes back. 2015, mm -hmm. 2016. We literally started. So this is episode 46 of this version. So we've done it every On week the for the last 46 format. weeks. And uh, it started with me with like like a iPhone just holding it up. And we got up to probably like 50 episodes. And then we started filming in front of a green screen. And we made Bobby do like green screen. We'd have like a theme to everyone. And it was just getting absolutely ridiculous. So we kind of had to like reset because it would take him like literally 40 hours to edit the podcast. Hey, you're keeping you busy. Right oh, now. dude, it, it was crazy. Double so now work was getting done, but the podcast was going out. Right? So usually at the beginning of the show, I have like this shtick where like 46 
or the whatever the number of episodes is the president. Yeah. So we would talk about the president, but we ran out of presidents last episode because Trump's the 45th. We're on episode 46th. Um, and then I go over the players, Can athletes. Make a prediction. It ain't going to be Joe Biden, 46. Yeah, I so hope I'm just not. making a prediction. Yeah. Should we say the pledge the of allegiance? Uh, that, that was about accurate, yeah. right? Dude, I just um, saw that video. Did you see that video of him trying to say the Pledge of Allegiance? You know the thing with the thing. No, you know, he, he goes, he literally like, stops. Real. Come on. He literally stops. He said, like, well, wh- wh- it was like a Pledge of Allegiance, uh, indivisible. Under God, for real, for you know, real, for, for real. real. Thing, the thing. No, <laughs> when he when he catches himself, he's like, yeah, the thing. Let's be right. real. This is Listen. elder abuse because it's unfair. The guy is obviously suffering from sundown. He's definitely no. He really so. there's there's something wrong with him. Yeah, shame, uh, shame on Joe Biden's family if you're watching this, which you probably ain't. But you should be pulling <laughs> grandpa back into the care home because that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna go. This out is gonna be great. Forty sixth president is going to be Dana White from the UFC. That's what I'm gonna. I'm Whoa, gonna make a whoa, piece. that's a. Pfft. He's been at a Repub- I just think he's starting White, to get political. He is, and he's interesting. He's shit done, guys. Sorry, are you allowed to swear on this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. Yeah, 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 you're good. Um, but so, you know, our pastors do watch this sometimes. So, Bird will, if we drop like a, if I go on like a rampage and drop a bunch of f bombs, yeah. I'll make them beep them out. But like, yeah. Okay, just so let it flow. I'll try and not do that. By the way, I'm a good Catholic boy if you're watching pastor. So, <laughs> bless you and everything. So, yeah. So, dude, what's up with the t shirt? Is there uh, any significance to that? What, like, what what is that thing? Uh, Besides, it's tight on your arms. I know, it's, it's, swole. No, it's, it's it's extra medium. No, it's extra large actually. But um, I feel like it's a good little statement to just you know legalize love and peace and freedom and riot and all this stuff in the current climate. I just you know the wine splash as well. I just thought it was pretty pretty unique. It looks kind of uh, liberal to me. I mean, that's the thing. I'm a bit of a, an anachronism, a bit of a, an oxymoron. Enigma over yes, there. You can't even figure, figure them out. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. I'm, there we go. Oh, that's there. Better. Now it's... So, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit deep. of a... I'm a... I think... And again, this is getting very political very early, guys. But I think if you can put yourself <laughs> into a, a pigeonhole or a category of I am a Democrat, a Republican, this yep. or that, you've already lost because I'm an ever-evolving, multidimensional being, which doesn't fit in one box you know i can be very pro-gun and pro-life but i can also be pro-gay marriage at the same time you know and i am straight by the way but just to clarify that's what i'm saying you <laughs> that wasn't with the t-shirt and everything that wasn't like a call to action that was just like you know, you know married happily married man with children but um <clears throat> yeah i just think that uh you know we should all think you know not try and pigeonhole ourselves we've gone too far over in this country we've gone too radical to on the left on both sides you know let's come back to the middle ground Mind your business, small government, that's the kind of guy. All right, well, this is a good good segue. So how long have you been here? Uh, since 2012. Are you a citizen of the – well, I guess your wife is uh, a she's citizen. She's American, but I am yeah. working on, on naturalization, yeah. Okay. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy. All right, so let's go back. Let's go back and get the Sam origin story. Like, how did you get into this industry? How did you get over here? What were you sure. doing – back in the UK before you came over here. I mean, like, it's not going to be like an X-Men origin story. It's not going to be that entertaining, but there is a little bit of, you know, a little bit of drama, I guess. So <clears throat> I was I was born in the UK. My dad lives in Ireland. Uh, so I've lived between the two countries. He married a Spanish woman. So then I ended up moving to Spain. So I've, I've lived all around Europe. Um, but then <clears throat> I was lucky enough with a company I worked in to get an intercompany transferee visa to come over here as, as an executive. At so did you study, at sc- did you go to school or university in the UK or did you go right into working? I mean, and I, I got expelled actually, but yes, I did. So okay. 
You Sorry got to, to any former employees who no, didn't know that. Wait, <laughs> you, got ex, you got expelled from school or from work? School. Okay. Twice. Can you get uh, expelled how, from how'd work? You, how'd you get cooked, kicked oh, out? I get fired from work. Yeah, you get fired. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get kicked out? <sighs> Come on, bro. Well, you you got to get some juice in here. I stole the keys to the school and I started letting myself into like the movie hall to the kitchen and helping myself, you know, just <laughs> yes. parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. That's pretty fun. And what were you studying when you were there? Was partying? Everything, yeah. <laughs> everything, partying, but <laughs> everything but the curriculum. Um, I was studying women and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> then you you started working, I'm assuming. So after you got expelled, you just started working right away? What were you doing? Uh, after I got expelled, I went and worked in a steel factory. Okay. And uh, realized that I wasn't cut for that I yeah that's some hard work that is some hard work especially in spain where it's like 110 degrees anyway so you can imagine you know, working my ass off for like three euros an hour so it's like three bucks two and bucks. how long did you do that uh about three months till they fired me because <laughs> 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 well, i see a pattern and we're on yeah, a roll here yeah, okay yeah. The, the younger me was a bit of a prick but um yeah i basically i used to i used to smoke weed when i was a kid and I used to go in high and I used to make mistakes and you know, don't do it guys. Don't go to work high. That's what <laughs> don't but do drugs kids. Do stay, well. stay in school, stay in school. Don't get expelled. Do not steal the keys to the school uh, and do not get expelled from every school you go to. So anyway, the point being, I, I then applied myself and went to college uh, in Ireland. Was lucky enough that I got offered a graduate job. I mean, I'll be honest you, school was always very easy for me. I could put zero effort in and still get the grades. And I was lucky, you know, not, not on everything. Maths was like a little bit more. I had to apply myself, but, um, I was lucky that I was, I was just naturally gifted at something. So I got a graduate job about graduating, and you know, the rest is history. I was in the once you're in, you're in, and once you get that first year's experience in the corporate world, and you prove. So, what was your first corporate job? Um, it was business development coordinator for a for a multinational chemical company <clears throat> in Dublin uh, called Brentag, which is the largest chemical distributor in the world. And yeah, I, I did very very well there. So how did you transition from that to the crazy sports supplement world? So I ended up working for one of the world's largest retailers called Tesco. It's after after Amazon and Walmart, it is the largest retailer. Depends on currency. If the currency fluctuates between euro and sterling, Carrefour might be, which is a very huge yeah. you know, transnational corporation as well. Um, one of our suppliers, the parent company bought the company which owned Gaspari. And then they were like, listen, we need someone from Europe to go over there and just, you know, see what's going on type thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, read between the lines. And uh, yeah, so they sent, they sent me over there and that's, that's how Is I that because you were a bro? Like you were already working out, like you were known as the bro or? I, no, I think it's because they thought that I understood a balance sheet and no one expiry did, so. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, it's just, I, I was, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd lived in America before I'd been transferred already with a sister company yeah they knew i liked it over there they knew i understood the culture i was obviously a fan of the industry i actually took gaspari products at the time super pump 250 was my oh yeah back in the day yeah and the so what year was this this would mean 2013 so this is the first time gaspari was sold before yes. it was sold to before United. jared yes. bought it yes. got it correct yeah and so you, you were basically then a gaspari employee at that point in time um i don't really know because i was running gaspari with like with uh, with a CFO from Ireland as well, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Rich was kind of like still the president of the company, which is a bit of a ceremonial title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to CEO of the company, he is CEO now, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I was getting paid from Europe, but I was living here and obviously 
working day to day there every day and, and kind of like being the, the, the bridge between the, the parent company and, you know, the you know, subsidiary, if you like, which mm-hmm. Gaspari was at that point. Um, so yeah. I mean, and so what was your responsibility there with uh, Gaspari? Everything apart from sales. So, so marketing as well? Um, marketing, there was a few people and everyone had different opinions, but I would say that some of the products that I had <coughs> worked with with the marketing team there were still being brought out as late as a year ago. So I think around a year ago, they changed their, their direction and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they seem to be doing well. And shout out Troy if he's listening at Gaspari because that's my boy and I think he's the only guy still left there from back then. But, uh, yeah. Troy's okay. a good dude. He, fo- he watches us a lot. He- Troy is not a good dude. Troy is the dude, okay? Like, Troy, Troy when I was in... D-O-O-D? Yeah, when I was in prison, dude. that dude took my call every single day for like three or four months. All right, so we're going to... We got to get to that. So so you're at Kaspari. This is like 2012. You come over. So you, how long are you there at Kaspari? Uh, until Jared bought it, basically. Because me and... And what year was that? Disclaimer. Uh, me and Mr. <laughs> Wheat, I should call him. Uh, we, we had some little... Uh, Sir you know, Wheat. He was... He's Lord Wheat. He was one of our incumbent <laughs> suppliers, so... Yeah. Occasionally, as you know, manufacturers make mistakes. It happens. And then no. My, yeah. <laughs> you know, my, my, my job is to obviously protect the brand's integrity. So if you are making mistakes, I have to, you know, not pay you and do all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So me and him had a little bit of, you know, a, a history. Um, so he took, you know, great joy in sending me a text saying, don't come in next week. <laughs> what year was this? Uh, 2016, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what happens next in the life? I decided to start my own brand. One of the things which, um, one of the amazing things about Gaspari is it, with being a legacy brand and such a well-respected brand in the industry, it gave me an opportunity to learn a lot about things I didn't know. I was a fan of the industry and then I became like a, a you know, a little bit of a student of the industry and then I became someone who actually knew things about the industry and I was able to launch a brand with what I, I thought I knew. Turns out I still didn't know that much. I still right. had a lot to learn because, you know, I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. And this is Pitbull Labs. This is Pitbull Labs, yes, which... Um, and this is just you? You're just working with a contract man- manufacturer? Yeah, with a manufacturer. You were doing all the shipping yourself and like yes. every, everything. So everything. like you, uh, I remember I mean, like I days. outsource stuff like the label design. I'm not, yeah, sure. I'm not skilled enough to do that on Photoshop. So right. I work with some very skilled people and I'd built up like a network of people and I was lucky that I could go to someone who was still like, oh, it's Sam from Gaspari. I still had that kind of like yeah, big yeah. brands like, yeah, we'll do you 500 units to get you running and they assume it's going to grow. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it did grow in the end to, to more than that, obviously. Um, did did pretty well with that, made a little bit of noise. I think this would have been like 27. Is that more of a, um, I mean, I know of the brand, yes. but I don't know that much about it. So is that more of a, uh, like a, a wholesale retail, like retail it, it mom was, and pop shop brand? It was, it was fully compliant. There was no illegal ingredients at all. It was, it was compliant. I always had ambitions of, at some stage, I think it had mass, it had mass marketability. So I was going to. So you weren't putting SARMs in your pre-workout? That, no, that's what I know it was very trendy back then. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> 2017 was the year of the SARM. DMHA in your, pr- in your protein and, you know, SARMs in your, yeah. No, there was none of that <laughs> stuff. Um, fully compliant, you know, cool little sexy kind of fun, fun. It was a fun brand. Yeah. It, you know, Pitbull, I was surprised no one else had already trademarked that, to be honest with you, and I yeah. did. Logo was really cool. The labels looked really cool. <clears throat> um, that was doing really, really well, but then, unfortunately, I did have to go and spend a little bit of time at the president's leisure in, in a... Okay, so what so what happened? So how long were you running that brand when um It was probably 18 months. We'd got distribution into Europe. We'd, we'd partnered up with some big people. We were doing, you know, we were doing well. We were yep. doing well. Um, so this is like 17 now, 2017, 2018. 2018, 2018 okay. is when it happened. And then yeah. what happened? I got pulled over, as you do, by the 
cops yep. for no reason, just because you know it's New Jersey and they felt like pulling. Oh, defund those. <laughs> what the hell are they doing? Hey, no, no, let's get it straight, right? There's, I've just I've kidding. Lived, you guys know I'm kidding. Seven different states, and the police have been phenomenal, apart from one state, which was New Jersey, where they would just pull you over for being out after 11 p.m. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you doing out this late? I'm like, it's late. What are you talking about, bro? It's <laughs> you, look, you look shady. Yeah. Oh, dude, one time I was in I was in Arizona, and I got pulled over, and the guy's like, you know, we have a problem with drugs in Arizona. I'm like, why are you telling me this? He goes, because I wouldn't be doing my duty if I didn't ask you, do you have any drugs in this car? And I went, bro, I got two pit bulls in this car, suitcases. I told you I'm moving to Texas. I don't get from Vegas. I don't get what, what where we're going with this. Well, would you submit to a heart rate test? I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, I'm going to take your heart rate. And if it's high, I'm going to think there's drugs in this car. So I'm like, why would my heart rate be high right now? Like yeah, really. pulled over with a guy shining a flashlight in America with a guy like, okay, bro, okay, like, let's do the heart rate. So he does it. And then he's like, well, well what's going on? He's like, well, you know, it's like a, it's like 100 or something. Like, is that good or is that bad? He goes, it's, it's pretty good. You know, I said, right, so can I be on my fucking way or not? He goes, yes, but please do not speed again. I wasn't even speeding, but okay. <laughs> the point is, I've never had that before. He put a little thing on my finger. Yeah, yeah. And, and read that's my weird. Yeah. All right, so what... uh. What was the run-in with the law? So you got we were getting pulled over. I got pulled over because I made a I was I made a turn which apparently I wasn't allowed to make. Like I went down the wrong street and I did like a three-point turn. Yeah. And they were coming down. They saw it. They pulled me over. Turns out there was a, an arrest warrant out for me which I was unaware of. Um, and they took me to jail. And then when I tried to leave jail after they said you can go, they're like, no, no, immigration has put a hold on you now because of this. So then they sent me to uh, an ICE center. And oh, like, shit. Yeah. They're like, oh, you can't just bail out anymore. So, like, that's not going to happen. So, like, you've got to just, you've got to either, like, be deported or you can fight your case. So I, uh, I didn't deport myself because, obviously, I had my dogs. My dogs were in the car with me at the time. So they were like, again, they're always in the car. Uh, <laughs> They, uh, they went to a pound, my car had been impounded, and um, I essentially sat in like an ice jail because for criminals, there's two different types of where, And where is this? Is this in this Texas? Was, this was in Newark, New Jersey. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it was in Newark Prison, basically. It was in the same place they put the... All right, so I got I to gotta, I gotta dive in here for a second. So what was the... And feel free to answer or not answer, but I'm going to ask the question. So what, what was the arrest warrant that you are not aware of, and how are you not aware of a... Arrest because warrant. they'd sent a court summons to my old address from like five years ago, which I didn't live there anymore, obviously. And okay. I hadn't seen it, so I hadn't done anything about it. So that was enough for uh, for them to do that. What was uh What was What were they arresting you for? Uh, not appear, failure to appear to court. Failure to appear to court from a previous from an allegation someone had made that I sent a nasty text message. So. <laughs> what? Yeah, bro. I'm, I like threatening, like or something like that. No, not even not terroristic threats. That's a serious case. Just a nasty text message. Yeah. And then you didn't appear to court, so they had an arrest warrant yes, out for that. And then they decided that oh, okay, we're going to uh, send you to ICE jail. And I went there, and I was like, to them, everyone in ICE, I was a gringo. Like they're like, what are you doing here? So. They looked at my paperwork, sending a text message like, no, 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 you don't just come here for that. Like, you're an undercover fed. So they thought I was an undercover cop. Like, <laughs> they were like, yeah, and I speak Spanish as well. As I said, I speak fluent Spanish. So like half, 80% of the people in there don't speak English, they speak Spanish. How so long were you in there? Four months. Fucking crazy. Yeah. And are you like sharing cells with Bro, like people? So 
Ah, oh, bros, come on, Brucey shit. boy. Come on. Uh, yeah, so Declined. it's funny, funny little story. Decline. Um, we were in cells at first. Now, I've never been arrested, let alone gone to jail or any shit like that before. So when I went in there, they put me in my cell, and my cellmate's MS-13. So tattooed yeah, yeah. Stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's ice. Like, right. you know what I'm and you're with the violent people because you're a criminal. So, like, they put me in with the violent And that's why people didn't understand. They're like, what are you doing in here? So I'm in with a, cell, a cellmate who's, like, MS-13. You know, there's a Brazilian guy next door who murdered two people and is being deported. So, like, straight up, like, you know. Thugs. Murder, murder, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, nice people, respe respectable <laughs> people, but, like, not, not the people I would choose to associate with on a day-to-day -day basis. Luckily, I spoke Spanish because if I didn't speak Spanish, I don't really know if I'd be like, being good. Um, so then after, like, two weeks of being in the cells, I'm waiting for my appearance in court. And like, there's this backlog, backlog, backlog. So like every, every, you know, I'm still waiting for an appearance to know when I'm going to get in front of a judge to be like, hey, there's a mistake. I shouldn't be here. So after like two weeks, they said- And you, at this, this time you have Pitbull Labs, right? Yeah, it's still running. So it's like running. So yeah. who's running it? No one, bro. No one. So like they limit your phone calls to like five numbers a month. You can only call five different numbers. So my attorney, my father, Troy Johnson was one of them. And I have two numbers left. So I can't run a business to stop the mob running businesses from jail. Yeah. So okay. if you can't ring multiple people. You can't run an entity. Right. So at this point, like people are not paying their invoices. Yes. Yeah. Products like not, bills aren't getting paid for like service provider. All this kind of, no one knew where I was. People thought I was dead or something. Like literally people, I just disappeared. I'm quite an active person online and stuff. Yeah. So if imagine I just didn't post ever again, what would you think? Yeah. No one knew where I was. Like very few people knew where I was. So after about two weeks, um, they said, we can't usually do this, but because this is ICE, you don't have any rights because you're not citizens. So we're going to paint these cells and you can't stay in them obviously because, you know, the fumes. So you guys are going to be painting the cells and we're going to put you into a dormitory. And usually we can't do this with like max status people because, you know, you can't really have 60 people in a, like, yeah, somebody's in a dormitory. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that kind of did happen. Um, uh, so they moved us into dormitory, which was a crazy experience because you would wake up and the person who was on the other side of your, of your bunk would be changed because they would come in at like 4 a.m. and snatch people out of the beds to deport them and put someone else in there before the bed was even cold. So... How did you even sleep in that? I, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I did in the end because what I started doing was, full disclosure, I started uh, trading food you could buy on the commissary for, like, people's sleeping pills who would prescribe them in there and stuff. They try and put everyone on their own drugs. Like, Welbutrin and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and you love what? America. Well, Bobby loves cocaine, <laughs> so. I mean, hey, it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Yeah, basically, like, they, they would have kind of, like, there was a guy in there who was a bank robber, and he was, like, six foot six from Baltimore, funnily enough, Bodymore, as he used to call it, and uh, he had a very curi curious story, because he was from the Cayman Islands, but he'd been adopted when he was two years old, and his parents had died, and the house had burned down, and all the records back in the 70s weren't on computers, they were on, like, fucking... Yeah, you know, paper. paper. Yeah. And he couldn't prove that he was a U.S. citizen, so they were trying to deport him to the U.K., which owns the Cayman Islands. He's never been to the U.K. in his life, and they they put him on so much drugs to keep him, like, chill because he was a beast. So he was, like, literally, like, a vegetable. So I used to, like, trade packets of chips because he was a fat fuck. I used to trade packets of chips to get his, his sleeping pills and stuff. That's how I slept. Did you have, a, like, a girlfriend, wife at the time? Uh, I was going through a divorce at the time. And she was in the States? Yeah. She knew you were there? Oh, yeah. She loved it. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. I have so many questions. I don't even know what to... 
<laughs> I just think we. I just think we need a. Man, that sucks. Was that the fart button? That was the fart button. Like, man, <laughs> dude. All right, so how, you were in this dormitory for four months, then essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And so, how did it end? So I, f- I mean, there was a lot of stuff which went on, like as you can imagine, there was like people getting shanked, riots, and, and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And I had the whole like treatment with a gun to the back of your head, and you know, when they do like a raid, you yeah. get marched out, and you have to assume the stress position, you know, like you would yeah. in, like war or prison or whatever like and yeah yeah um i mean it's not a nice place it's you know it's a a violent place it it is a prison you're talking about people who are felons from around the world who have nothing to like they have zero like they are literally they have gotten they're they're being deported they've lost everything um you know it was a very miserable depressing time it was hard like there was no you didn't go outside ever you weren't ever you stayed in the room all the time there was no outside. Did you make friends with anybody? Yeah, my cellmate. You know, me, me and him, uh, we still talk to this day, actually. I mean, I imagine the things that are going through your head, and a lot of it is just, like, survival, right? Like, it's just... I mean, I sat there, and I said that when I got out, I was going to do some big things, and I've kind of done them. Um, but it was, like, it was very hard. And if Honestly, if, if you, you, you realize that you're not made out of glass in a place like that, and, you know, I did have a fight and stuff, and did happen and no one fuck with me like you know excuse me no one messed with me in a way like bro let her fly <laughs> you're in jail bro let the f-bombs fly like no one like was messing with me like sexually or nothing like that of course, <laughs> nothing like that happened but yeah there was situations bro no one said anything about that why well, you gotta get because blood? that's the thing you, i'm thinking of shawshank redemption is like the first thing i I've uh, yeah, been yeah. to jail before bro so like um you know there were situations where there were like some race issues and there's more and more caribbean people came in hispanics and the caribbeans came to me and they're like which side are you on? And I'm like, I ain't on any side. I'm on my side, okay? I'm I'm the white boy, okay? I'm the only white boy in here, and I'm on my side, as in I don't have a problem with you, I don't have a problem with them, and they just said, well, you know, we're all going to fuck them up. You understand that, right? And I'm like, great, but I'm not involved in this, okay? Like, I'm just, I'm on my own thing. But because I, everyone thought I was an undercover fed, they thought I was DEA, so they, they left me alone. Because yeah. the COs, the, the, the correctional officers told them that. They, they literally propagated that rumor because they were scared that I was there. So that actually ended up being a good thing for you. Yeah, I mean, it could have got me killed, but it also, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, it turned out that, um, it turned out to be a good thing because they were scared that, there was a lot of drugs in there, I'm going to be honest, there was yeah. a lot of drugs in there, and if you think that there's people boofing shit up their ass, it's not, like, there's the volume in there, that's someone bringing it into the prison. You know, it's not, it's not in the, the visits, it's not where it's coming from. Some yeah. of it does, but you're talking, like, big amounts of drugs. So they thought that, I was there to investigate the drugs in Newark and stuff. So, so how did you get out? I went before a judge. You know, I spent a load of money, got attorneys, got a divorce attorney, got a civil attorney, a family attorney, a, a criminal attorney, a, a fucking immigration attorney. I got all of the attorneys you can think of, and I, we spent a load of money. And, uh, you know, I got before the judge, and he, when I relayed the story, he released me. But then it turned out that family court had a detain- had a hold on me. So when I got released, they slapped the cuffs back on and said, no, no, you're not going anywhere. You're going to another jail now. I ended up going to like four different ones. So what was, uh, why family court? Because it was, it was like an issue with my wife. Oh, geez, man. Yeah. You've had it rough. Yeah, and then it turned out I didn't even need to be there. So they, they, they brought me to this other... Did you have kids at that point? No. no, no they kids. brought me to this yeah. other place and I sat in court and... I told him, I said, I don't know why I'm here. Like, And the guy said, well, you're staying anyway. 
next thing you know, someone runs into the courtroom with a little piece of paper to the judge. The judge goes, strange, stand up. So I stood up. He goes, yeah, you can go. And I was like, yeah, I know. I've been saying that, but I've been sat in this jail for two weeks waiting to get in front what, of what, the judge. What did they think? Why did they, why did they say they were keeping you because at that point? Pa- because when I got taken into ICE, the court case I had from yeah. when I got arrested, they even though they knew I was there, they said I didn't appear again. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, I was locked up in your jail. Yeah, that's I why I didn't show up. System. I was I was in another jail, as you know, so that's why I didn't show up. But then finally, when I, when I was able to, then they decided to do this. So I got arrested in like September in T-shirt and shorts. This is like January. They're like, off you go in the middle of like snow, 8 p.m. Just kick my ass out. Did not give me any of my IDs or my bank cards. I still never got my IDs back from them to this day. So that's uh, January 2019. Yeah, I got I got released um, three hours away from where I was taken. It's called a dirty drop. That's where they just like throw you out onto the street with nothing in the middle of the night. You can get arrested for being vagrant very quickly. <laughs> like, you know, I got no ID. I got no money. My phone's dead. Like, and so by pure like, thanks to God, I guess someone I knew was at the jail visiting their brother who was in the jail and she took me back to her house and I had to wait to stay that night. She literally was like, what the fuck are you doing? I thought you lived in Las Vegas. I'm like, yeah, I do, but like, like I'm here. Like, so what did, what did you, what did you learn from all this? Like you, you, that must've been like a dark, dark time. What did I learn? From all right, let's take a quick break. <laughs> Just put a British accent on, you get more followers. Yeah. I, uh, dude, every time I, I mess it up. All right, we're, we're back. We're back. All right, so the question was, wh- wh- like, what did you learn from that? I'm, I mean, I'm sure you started appreciating certain things mm. more, right? Or were you bitter so when you came out of when, there? when I got out, it was ironic because the, the only place which would let me stay without an ID was, like, a very upmarket hotel because legally you're not allowed to stay in a hotel in the state of New Jersey without ID, but this one, which was super expensive, would let my dad put a credit card on file and have me there. And I was down... The next day at breakfast, I've, I've come out from, like, nothing. And I'm sort of stealing, like, peanut butter cups from the <laughs> hotel because, like, in jail, you just grab fucking yeah, everything but, because, like, you know, you don't know if you're going to get anything. So I was institutionalized already in that regard. So I was stealing, like, peanut butter cups, and I caught myself doing it. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? You can have as much peanut butter as you want, you know? Like, um, I guess it, it taught me to not take anything for granted, and it taught me that how lucky and how blessed I actually and all of us are, to have your freedom, and it's something you won't really understand. I mean, listen, let me tell you something. If you're a complete moron, going to jail is cool because, like, it's just like being at school. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like you got nothing going on in your brain. It's like the, it's not the physical side, which was the issue. It was the mental side. Like, it will fuck with your head because I'm used to doing whatever I want whenever I want, really, yeah. and, like, I'm lucky to be able to live like that, but this was like, I don't even go for a piss without permission type shit now. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't. I have to ask permission to do anything, and I have to like be around. Just imagine having sixty people and like three bathrooms, like all next to each other. No, like you're never alone at any point. Like, even so taking a shit. Even yeah. taking a shit. I got multiple people listening into it, and you know, I'm I'm kind of like OCD. I have to have like complete privacy for that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So it taught me to like, you know, be a little bit rougher, I guess. But um, yeah, it was it was it was definitely something I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't wish anyone experience and, and also with prison like or jail or whatever you have like a release date i didn't have a release date it's like hey you may get released you may get deported you may get this you might have to leave you might do this and the whole time the immigration people were telling me oh just voluntary deport and fight your case because they just wanted to get me deported and it's like they were telling it's tricks are allowed there's a saying in prison tricks are allowed where they can trick you because there's nothing they can they can lie to you they can manipulate you and that's when people again going back into this like social unrest right now the police aren't the issue. The system is the issue. The system is 
skewed. If you don't, if you don't have like Twenty One Savage got arrested by ICE. Do you remember that? I don't remember, but I, I believe it. He's yeah, British yeah, too. It yeah. turns out you wouldn't. I thought he was from Atlanta. It turns out he's British. Point is, he <laughs> got arrested, and he Jay Z put his lawyers on the case. He was out in seven days. Now he's he's black, but he had money. money. Okay, so it's more of a class. It's a money thing. If yeah. you've got money, you can get out of stuff. And if you don't, and it's just unfortunately, a lot of black people don't have a lot of money, and that's that's why a lot of white people don't too. So that's the issue why you've got people stuck in the system. You know, I couldn't get out of the system. I'd been released by a federal judge, and they kept pulling me, but they wouldn't let me get out. Mm-hmm. And then when I was finally released, uh, ICE came back to visit me, and I said, I swear to God, if you take me back to ICE, I have not left the system yet. I'm telling you, I went in, and they, they were, like, checking my story. out. like, oh, no, you haven't been out. I said, they thought I'd committed more crimes, like, or committed a crime or something. Like, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so this is January 2019. Yeah. How did you get like back on your feet? Because I saw one of the questions that I had uh, when I posted that up. Somebody said, "What happened to Pitbull Labs?" I think yeah. that's probably your explanation of what happened to Pitbull Labs. That's what happened to Pitbull Labs. Uh, <laughs> I spent all my money on attorneys. What happened to the dogs? I had to. Uh, they they charged me a hundred dollars a day for keeping them. Wow, they're still here. They're here in Virginia. Oh, they're here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're still here. Nice, nice. Yeah, like you know, I warned the guy. I warned the guy who had them. I said, "I promise you." If they're not good when I get out, I, I, we, I'm, either way, I'm coming to see you. So just take that as you want, bro. Like, like they're my family. So, like, those dogs mean more to me than anything. Well, so, so how did you get them after you got out? So, I just went and got them. So, okay. So you went back to the wherever they impounded the dogs. You pay and, the money and you take your dogs, yeah. Jeez. So, so, all right. So how did you get back on your feet? I mean. Because you, at that point, you were in Vegas moving to... Right. I, I was in New Jersey, yeah, like, but I lived in Vegas, but I lost right. the house and everything in it. And and that's yeah. all gone. Yeah. So, you know. so now you're back in Jersey. I have nothing. I have literally like the shirt on my back. Funny story about the shirt on my back. When I, when I first got released um, and people found out that I wasn't dead and where I was, Mark Glazer from Nutribio mm-hmm. drove down to where I was at and gave me money, gave me money, cash, which I didn't have any, gave me money, T-shirts, supplements, all that kind of stuff, like, took care of me. Um, so i got to shout him out if he listens. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, you know Mark. I mean, he's, you know, Good bio, that's, yeah. that's who they are. So um, that was much appreciated. Um, you know, I hadn't worked out in months. I'd been running stuff before I went in and then, like, just straight from, like, being on a cycle to now you're eating soy every day, boy. Like, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'd gone from, like, 230 pounds and maybe 10% body fat to, like, 198 pounds, probably, like, fucking 25% body fat. <laughs> Um, yeah, very, very bad, you know, mentally and, and, you know, hadn't had a haircut or nothing. I looked like shit, you know? Um, and then I just, uh, I just dealt with all the problems and, and then I didn't know what I was going to do. And I just kind of like lived on a date. Literally I was living day to day for a while in a hotel. I ended up having to live in a hotel for about three months because I hadn't got my IDs. I lost my IDs. They lost my file. I went to see them. Their attorney came out and told me, this is the file we have on you. And they thought I'd come over from the from Mexico across the border as a child, like a dreamer. I'm not even making this up. I'm like, bro, do I look like I just like come on, dude? Does this do I look like I just walked across the border? Like, come on. I came here on like multiple visas as a intercompany transferee because of my talent and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not a criminal. I didn't do anything wrong. And they don't have any record. They didn't have any record of me. And they lost all my IDs, my passport, my driving license. So did they eventually get you straightened out? No, I'm no, saying. no. They just basically said stick up your ass. And so, Good how luck. did you Enjoy. get your identity back? How did you? 
hard. It was hard. You know, I had to, that's why I had to take months figuring it out. And I had a few, you know, I had one, I had like one real good friend in Jersey, John, who uh, took me to like places I need to go and waited with me on his days off and helped me get back on my feet and gave me some money and stuff like that. And just, just helped me get back up. So, um, well, bro, that was actually really, that wasn't, that, you okay, bro? No, I'm good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't, uh, that's not that long ago. No, nah, it wasn't. So like, you seem to may have made quite a transition and like, you know, wife, ki kids. Escalate out in the parking lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Escalate, uh, wife. <laughs> let's talk about hey, the Escalade. Yeah, let's talk about the wife and kid, let's you know, go. Let's, let's go. Where's the, the yeah. yeah, I don't know. Give them the, give them the. The love. The love, yeah. Hey, All right. That's because that's fucking America, guys. That's why no one, like, you guys like a comeback, and that's a comeback. So. All right, so talk to me through the, talk me through this comeback. So this is in 2019. Yeah. So then I, I, moved to, I moved back to Las Vegas, and uh, a very good friend of mine, Jeremy, was good enough to take me in. Jeremy is um, Dan Bilzerian's assistant in Vegas, so, like, very, you know, cool. Cool. So you had a terrible time in Vegas, probably. Uh, I mean, it, it was like the, it was the best of times, the worst of times, because mentally yeah. I was still fucked in the head. Mm -hmm. You know, like it took like I had PTSD and stuff a little bit. I bet. Yeah, and it took me a long time to. Um, I mean, I wasn't the same person anymore. Yeah. It changed me. It definitely, like I, you know, like the stuff I saw would. I mean, it would change anyone who's sane. If you're insane or you're retarded, it's fine because it's just <laughs> like you can go in there and not absorb any of that stuff. But yeah. I had a lot of baggage still. Um, <clears throat> And I was I was lucky enough to have an opportunity with uh, with what became Glaxon with with Michael in Houston to to. Uh, well, let, let's dig into that a little bit. So, well, first of all, so how'd you how'd you meet your wife? <laughs> Who's calling me? People, leave me alone. So, how'd you meet your wife? Because you're, you're married and have a kid now, right? Yeah, I used to live next door to her. Okay. Back in the day. So. Okay. When did you guys? When did you get married? Uh, we're not actually legally married yet. We're okay. engaged. At the moment. We're, we're actually waiting for the fucking license from. Probably because yeah. of ice. And blame, <laughs> I, blame ice on that. Fuck and so you have a. Uh, and how old's your daughter, right? His son. He's son. Yeah, Grayson is uh, is four months. Four months. Damn. Yeah. Your world got flipped upside down. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. My life's not boring. That's one thing I say. Like, it's. I do it. Like, I'm kind of like an all or nothing kind of person. I'm either going to do nothing or I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm either going to do. Gonna go to the gym every day. I'm gonna take all the stuff. I'm gonna take nothing. Like I don't. I kind of like you know. I've, moderation is what I'm learning now as I get older. See these gray hairs and stuff. So I'm kind of like uh, salt pepper. Yeah, natural Arctic blonde, natural highlights. But yeah, I'm. Uh, Arctic blonde. So I, well, I like that. Uh, you can use that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of like want to get the moderation thing right now. So that's kind of like learning to. So when did you? How did you get hooked up with uh, Glaxon? And when did all that happen? So that happened in August of 2019. Yeah, okay. so I, I left Vegas and I went to Houston. Um, we negotiated, and the, the the idea was to bring back Pitbull Labs because mm -hmm. obviously it had like a book of business and yep. stuff. Um, and then Glaxon was like an idea that had been formated by, excuse me, Michael, Joey, and TK. Excuse me, fucking cream soda. Oh yeah, man, let them rip. Uh, <laughs> We kind of like refined what they were doing and we, we changed it up a little bit. We did a lot of, the reason Glaxon's been so su successful is because there's a lot of good people involved in it. Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of different ideas and concepts and we really, uh, we did like multiple different versions of things. So the final product, it was like six months in the making. It wasn't just like we just brought it out quickly. And so, yeah, I mean, that was one of the questions I asked you earlier. Like how many people were involved in Glaxon? I swear, I feel like there's like five or eight owners of this of this brand. Yeah, so Michael and myself are the, are the 
owners, as lo- along with Mark Post, who's who's come in recently as mm-hmm. a, a new addition, who brings a uh, like thirty years of experience, and and then uh, Joey is the chief science officer, scientific officer. Uh, mm-hmm. He does all the formulas, and then TK is is our creative um, director, who. You know, we all put ideas in, and w- that's the thing. That's what's cool about it is there's a little bit of everyone's energy in the brand, which is mm-hmm. what makes it so totally unique and different to anything And you else. guys do your own manufacturing. You yes, we're vertically integrated. So Michael's business is uh, contract manufacturing. Unfortunately, we don't make any of the core stuff for whatever reason, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but, uh, yeah, we uh, we manufacture, pro- you know, brands you do know. Obviously, I'm under NDA, so I can't go sure. into any of that stuff. But, some of you know, some there's some good brands out there that we make. Um some big ones as well, which you'd be surprised who we just started working with because of you know uh, relationships I have. So that was kind of the thing. I, it's kind of like uh, bringing people into the fold and launching a couple of brands. Pitbull will be coming back for that one. Steve person. Calabrese calling me. <laughs> Yo, Calabrese. So. We could bring him on the. Uh, we brought him on the podcast before. And we're like, say hello to all your fans. He's like, hello from New York City. <laughs> Queens, Queens. It's always about Queens, you know. Um, uh, uh, what's the name of the manufacturing? Could you, could zero you say? day, okay. Zero day, zero day is the name of the co-packer, uh, and then day one distribution, zero day, day one is the entity which owns the brands, Glaxon, Pitbull, one or two others we're working on as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so Glaxon kind of came out of nowhere. Yes. Right. Um, is having a great year, you know. Core, Glaxon, you know, Ghost. Those are the names that get thrown out for brand of the year. You guys are crushing it this year. So congrats, congrats on that. Well done to you guys too. Thank you, thank you. Well, what about <laughs> mutual so, dick sucking? Yeah, great, yeah. Right? That's, like, <laughs> that's the whole point of this. You, this you like podcast. that? Um, circle jerking. Yeah. Um, so why the rebrand? Right, because right now it looks like. You guys deleted your whole Instagram yes. and like, what the heck's going on? So if you look at the Glaxon labels, and this isn't just a shameless plug, but if you look at the Glaxon labels, there's like movie themes and culture, pop culture references. So Plasma Surge got like a Terminator vibe to it. Specimen is um, Aliens from Mars, that movie. Uh, the, the stuff you're... The, the, oh, yeah, yeah. You, that, you that stuff. It? That stuff is the uh, Tron, the movie Tron, if you look at the label. Oh, okay. Got yeah, those yeah, kind of vibes. Obviously, the Greens has got like a... A Warner Brothers movie uh, vibe to mm, it, which mm, we will mm, not name mm, in case mm, someone else tries mm. to license it or something <laughs> stupid. Why? I don't Everybody know why. Everybody get up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. MJ slamming some dingers. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> the we're kind of looking at like a season two. So that was season one. It did very well. But then we needed to do some refinements to make it fully compliant in terms of ingredients, which it was, it, as we know, as industry people, we know there's a difference between legal and and compliant for mass market because even though those ingredients are legal in the u.s for insurance reasons we can't put it in products or we need to change things and i've always been my attorneys have always explained it to me is there really it's almost i mean there are things that are illegal obviously like you can't put birds cocaine into a you know a pre-workout unless you want to go to jail right exactly i mean there's some people who we know yeah yeah. riding some time but basically doing it's more of a, a risk assessment you have a high risk ingredient a medium risk ingredient and a low risk ingredient right because they're they're not Things are not approved, right? Like supplements are not approved by the FDA. Um, obviously, there's you know uh, grass status and all that, but so there's like a there's a blend. It, it is there are gray areas in this, and so I'm assuming that's kind of what you're, you're kind of referring to, or yeah, I mean, there's ingredients which are fully legal, but we do know that there is there are some people who have an adverse event, potentially yep. a serious yep. adverse event, because if you're taking like 
you're drinking three bangs a day and then you take a load of your himbi in a pre-workout as well, you might have an adverse event to it. So um, we had to just change it up, get make sure that as the company grew and we had more than nine employees, suddenly Prop 65 became a thing, which we had to factor in, had to relabel that, had to make some tweaks and adjustments. Then international distribution was taken off, so we had to change things. You know, get rid of that Yohimbi. You can't put well, that anywhere. That's, right? that's nowhere. But even stupid things like, you know, citrulline in certain markets in Asia is no good. Yep. Uh, Agmatine in Europe is no good. Yep. So it, all these variables and you have to kind of like go back to the drawing board. So while we were doing that, we thought we might as well just do the season two vibe, which we were going to do next year. We might as well just pull it forward to. So are you still sticking pop pop culture, like movie theme with the season two or yes. are you taking it in a different direction? Yes. I mean, most of them, the, the current skews will be skews, the current formulas, yep. products, products. Yep. That's what we call it. Sorry, not everyone yep. knows what a stock keeping unit is. Yeah. But the current products, uh, they're getting like a facelift. So it will be similar, but it would just be a cleaner, better quality labels, better quality formulas, better quality flavors. We've just upgraded everything. And then there's going to be some new additions. So obviously there's some gaps in our range. We don't have a protein powder. Mm-hmm. We don't have a creatine. Um, a few other things we don't have at the moment. Multivitamin. Those Do you guys manufacture protein? We don't really do it for other people unless they ask us to because we I'll be the first to say we're not the best. We're not the best at it because we don't have the economies of scale that say, you know, I won't say any names, but the bigger guys who specialize in proteins. As you guys know, there's people who make powders, there's people who make caps, there's people who make liquids, and there's people who make protein. It's almost like its own thing. We do do it for some people, um, and we have, because of a, a relationship we have, we've actually got some opportunities to unlock some real value in the supply chain because... There's, there's a customer of ours who uses a lot of that raw material and we can kind of piggyback on the back of it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, supply chain optimization is, is something that I used to do before I worked in the industry. So just finding those little like tricks and, you know, hacks if you like to get the most out of it. Um, <clears throat> so we will be doing protein. We've been working on it with a few people. I think we've got it like down now. So we have, damn, you're popular, bro. Man, CEO, man. Come on, these are deals. Come on, that was Richmond. CEO. So yeah, we we you know we will be doing all those things, and um, protein is is something that obviously is still. I mean, what well, it's probably a large percentage of your sales, right? Yeah. I would say. You know, it's funny this year. Like Pat, Pat tells me every day, bro, I need my pro- I need death by chocolate. Where We've is it? We've been out of death by chocolate for. F- He's like, we're becoming a protein company. I Eight weeks like, on five pounds, six weeks on two pound, and it kills us. Yeah, we. I mean, I'm this just going to say I'll times two weeks, but I'm, that's just us. If you're my friend, it's two weeks. I'm just saying that. Really. Usually, usually it is, but yeah. it's, it's very For some quick. Reason, but I, I don't know if you guys are experiencing like some shortages in like Our biggest shortages have been plastics driving most of it. Yeah, we're actually... Um, actually waiting on a load of containers to come in right now for product because that's we're actually trying to not push stuff too much because we yep. don't want to run out of bottles so yep. we're, we're waiting yeah there was i mean supply chains have been stretched massively by this uh scamdemic so yeah yeah, yeah I, I joked uh scamdemic anyone, anyone get that? that you get that yeah meat? i caught that i like it uh we joked and like we're pro- we're not a protein company like you know there's certain brands that are like yes. you know, they're just a protein brand right but like we're not a protein brand, but we are moving a lot of protein. Um, I mean, that's re-brand. honestly, I buy your protein, guys. Yeah. I've got the MRE, I've got the Pro. Whoa, whoa, MRP, whoa, whoa, MRP, whoa, whoa. MRP, MRP, I'm sorry. Bro, let's back that up. Bro. <laughs> Never buy MRE. <laughs> <laughs> the Post, you've been using a lot. You talk about Post, that. The, uh, I mean, the blueberry muffin, that might be my favorite tasting product, period. Yeah, we need to do it in the in the we're, pro. We're working on a pro yeah. version of that right now. Yeah, the the, the rebrand um, gave it an opportunity to refresh a lot of the proteins, 
and the the refresh of the flavors and some of the formulas of the proteins have been huge for us. So did a vegan this year. We're out two of those flavors right now. So, so uh, thoughts on, I got a Glaxon question in here for you. Thoughts on Glaxon hybrid and how it would compare to core post to take post workout. So what is hybrid? Nothing like the same, to be honest with you. Hybrid is a hybrid skew as the clues in the name. So hybrid is a uh, ketones and cluster dextrin and some other good stuff, but it's, it's basically like if you want the, the optimum ketones and cluster dextrin, that's a quite of a, it's bizarre, but it's, it's, if you were looking for the optimum fuel source, which would be, Ketone salts are another source of fuel. Mm-hmm, sure. Like, I don't know if you've ever really experimented with them, but they will give you a sick pump as mm-hmm. salt will anyway. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of like it, it was designed to be, it's one of the most misunderstood SKUs. It's the most expensive SKU we make as well, which doesn't help. But it's one of those products, if you want, like, it's an intra-workout. It's mm-hmm. not a post-workout. It's an intra-workout to give you the most cellular energy. Um, <clears throat> it will re- it, it will help your workouts. It does make you hold a little bit of water with the sodium and ketone salts do. It's good pump stuff. That's good, good pumps. Well, you could, if you take too much of it, you will shit yourself because you have ketone yeah. salts and everything. But it, it's basically like the optimum fuel source. So post is something I would only advise your customers to take post workout as the oh name. yeah like a lot of sugar, a lot of yeah. good stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's you great. only take it when you work out. So yeah. let's say let's stay there real quick. So I'm going to start getting. I'm going to try to insert some of these questions when we can. Sure. Um, so we went through what happened to Pitbull Labs. We're on core post. This person wants to know if I'm able to eat a meal immediately post-workout, is core post still beneficial? And I think this is if you're able oh, to having two different. Um, it's, so if this person is able to eat a meal immediately post-workout. Well, they're that, asking, that is core post still beneficial? Okay. Assuming, I think they're assuming that eating a meal is beneficial post-workout to them. So for me, I mean, if for the people who watch this podcast, they've probably heard me talk about post-workout nutrition, right? right? Like there's the old school will say that it's the anabolic window post-workout. You need to have this. And then the new school says timing doesn't matter for shit. Well, most of those people that say timing doesn't matter for shit and you don't need it. They train like schoolgirls, pansies, pansies, right? Like they're doing, you know, three, three sets of one, you know, uh, at their 76.5% of their one, you know, their max rep. And like, you you don't need a post-workout when you're training like that. If you're training hard, high volume, like your typical, you know, old school bodybuilder, post-workout recovery is so important. So like for me, you know, I would even push off that meal and have my post-workout shake immediately afterwards, including, you know, a really fast acting protein, you know, uh, really fast acting carbs. In fact, carbs are more important in my opinion than, um, protein post, you know, immediately post workout, um, you know, having things that stimulate protein synthesis, the leucine, you know, uh, velocitol these days, other little, you know, goodies that we put in core post. I think it's super important, but that that's me. And that's why we've created core post. Cause at the end of the day, well, we got some good, like, I, I want to get into supplement industry questions because yeah. you have two okay. different people, right? So like yeah. two different right. Well, what, what, what do you do post-workout? So I take, post. I actually do take post. Um, <laughs> Trey was good enough to send me a few bottles. I do buy your products, actually. What uh, the f- Ray? You just <laughs> give a shit away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I outed him. Um, no, I uh, I do actually buy, I, honestly, even before I've seen I, your cabinet. Yeah, I know. I've seen your a cabinet. Of, there's a lot of core in there because again, when I know the people behind the brand, I'm sure you're the same way. Yeah. I'm very picky now what I take. Because I don't want something which is going to make me feel like crap. I don't want something which is fake. I don't want to, like I know the people behind the brands, and that's that. That's who I will support. Yep. And I'm still a fan of the industry. I still spend 
hundreds of dollars a month on supplements, even though I have a factory making the fucking stuff, uh, because I want to support the right people and I want to vote with my dollar. And that's mm -hmm. what everyone should do in any walk of life about anything. You vote with your dollars. So if you don't like someone's politics, you don't buy their shit. If you don't like what they're saying, don't support them. Don't. The only it's all about pounds, shillings, and pence. So you don't like LeBron, don't buy sneakers. I really like sneakers, but I didn't buy them because it's got his name on it. Okay, and yeah. end of that little rant. But um, <laughs> true story. I like these little nuggets he's I dropping. Yeah, these little, these little. That's a fart. <laughs> like little nuggets. <laughs> little truth. Bombs. Little little, little truth. Bombs. Yeah. <laughs> so well, this is actually topical because, as you know, I started going to DMV last week. So yeah. I'm starting to get serious with my training again because Corona really spanked. Great my gym, ass. man. Didn't I tell Shout you that was DMV. an awesome gym? Leo just hit me D up. Anyways, DMV is. is I think outside of Armbrust, it might be the best gym in America. Mm -hmm. Now, Armbrust is just because it's, it's fucking Armbrust. But, yeah. like, the, the concept of having the whole leg gym separate, it just keeps the flow. I mean, and I've heard they're doing more expansion. The Crazy. in between. So you have the upper body side and the leg side. Now they took over the middle. Yes. So they're going to have about 15 Are they tearing walls down in the middle? Or you just got to no, go I out? No, I heard they're just going to keep them separate because of the laws where you can only have so many people now with the corona. This uh, is how they keep it. It's a, it's a oh, good that's little cool. workaround. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so very, very clever thinking there. So I live about 12 minutes away from that gym. My wife, like, or my fiance, my uh, my better half, should we say, she likes to cook. Your side chick. Yeah, my side. <laughs> <laughs> she, likes to, uh, she likes to cook while I'm out. So I'll come home and the food will be ready. Yeah. I still drink the shake. Yep. I, I, I put a little bit of collagen in with it and some creatine with the post just because I, I like those kind of things. Creatine's not for everyone. Um, I take that and then I'll eat the meal about 25 minutes later. And again, I think honestly, when I come out of working out, I'm usually kind of hyperglycemic feeling. Totally. Which, because I've worked out. Right. Now, if I've gone in and I've done like a pussy workout, then yeah. I probably don't need the carbs. But exactly. like, I need it. My body's like literally like clucking. It's like, ugh, yeah. like Jones in for like some carbs and stuff. So I would always have the liquid and then just, just postpone the meal 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. I, I do the same. But I even sometimes, I'll even wait a little bit longer than that. I'll go. An hour is usually. I'm usually food. full after drinking a shake for yeah. a, for a good hour. Now, yeah. you know, I I think that the, the science behind peri workout now pre yeah. intra it depends yep. on what you did before and after endurance. Exactly. So if you're training fasted first thing in the morning, you better drink that shake post workout. Yep. You yep. really better. And for me, I don't like carbs during my training. I just never felt, you know, and I and, and I've experimented a little bit, but I haven't gone all, like because it wasn't. I eat so many carbs pre workout a good hour and a half before I train, and I have. A ton post workout. So for me, I just like to do, you know, like core ABC, like just aminos during my training. Um, but I never got into the intra workout carb thing. So I like cluster dextrin, like yep. the, the original glycofuse before they messed it up. Yep. Was amazing the pumps I used to get, but it's very, very hard now to find a dedicated cluster dextrin product. The only one I can think of is Nutribio Supercarb um, mm -hmm. off the top of my head. It's, that's the only one I can think of, and it's not readily available everywhere. It's very expensive as well. So um, I would take that. I know you guys have a, an intra product as well. Yep. So we are in the process of, so the ribose in there, five grams of ribose, literally clumped, clumped and turned everything brown. Yes. You know, the product is still effective. It still tastes decent, but it definitely even changed the taste. Yeah. So we're, you know, ribose, you know, in theory should help with ATP production and other things. It's a really cool carb. It's a very expensive carb, yes. uh, sugar. So, you know, just kind of pooling our, you know, our retailers and our customers, you know, the best idea for us was to remove it. So we're tweaking it. We're upping the cluster dextrin um, and we're going to add some Elevate ATP, um, some other things that will support the ATP side of it. Um, and then just get rid of the ribose because it at the end of the day, you know, this 
taste and consumer experience, you know, mouthfeel and all that is so important. If you don't get that right, that's like, it doesn't matter how good your formula is. Formula is almost secondary to to flavor and and aesthetics now in terms of, again, I trust me, I understand it. I don't want to be drinking some brown stuff. Mm -hmm. She's not meant to be brown. Uh, hygroscopic ingredients, there's lots of them. I think it's Hydromax in there as well, isn't there? There is, two grams, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that alone can clump, so, yep. you know. And we thought, you know, maybe that's an issue, but we have, I don't want to say perfected, but, like, our use of uh, glycerol products has been great. We have not had any clumping. I mean, we have Stars and Pipes, which is five grams yes. of glycerol in, like, a 20-gram serving, and it doesn't clump at all. It's It's... It's it's like a, it's a it's like a fine powder, so it's all about the pre blending and the silica, multiple steps, yeah, and yeah. It, it's and you use the wrong type of silica, you know, like calcium silica versus calcium silicate versus like those little type of things you find out are wrong. Um, so we've actually done a good job with that. So I was, I mean, it's a forty some gram serving, so I was like two grams of Hydromax is not clump. It's got to be ribose, and then we ran some samples without it, and sure enough, it was definitely the ribose. So problem solved. Yep. I got a couple questions for Sam. Right. Trey has a question. <laughs> Thanks for that post. What's Sam's time. favorite part about living in the USA? He puts the American flag. Living in America. Um, not ice. Yes, not ice. I mean, this, but that's the thing. I can be objective enough about something to not... That wasn't Donald Trump who did that to me. That wasn't America which did that to me. That was just... A, it turns out... That, that was a system. That wouldn't happen anymore because they got in trouble for it. It turned out they were getting paid $400 a day for me being in there, and that's why they did it, and then they, they've got rid of that now. That wouldn't happen. If that same thing happened now, that wouldn't happen. Well, wh- what happened? Why were they getting paid They were for getting paid by the federal government uh. holding me. So it was like a scam. That's the problem. The system, you shouldn't have for-profit jail systems. That's not what it's about. It should be. It's, it's not a business. It's a... Yeah. Problem cure for a problem which is a disease called criminality in society anyway um my favorite part about america i think is the the opportunity the american dream is still alive i don't think it's the same as it was 30 40 years ago you could come over like with nothing and end up being a multi-millionaire like but i do believe if you work hard and you have talent and that's the key thing you have to have talent too but talent has to work hard at the same time i think you can have anything you want over here and you can be whoever you want and people very open to new ideas and they're not so set in their ways and, and but apparently now everyone deserves that right well like let me let me explain this to you <laughs> equality of opportunity is not the same as equality of outcome okay that's yes. called communism which everyone gets a shit outcome that's not the same thing yes that's 100 percent true everyone should no matter what their race religion you know class class creed anything should have the same opportunity it's just Sometimes the outcome's different because somebody has more talent, more drive, more work ethic yeah, than the luck, other person. Luck, luck is a factor as well. It's, yep. it's a thing. You make your own luck. I truly believe that. So, you know, if you're working 16 hours a day, you're probably going to get more luck than if you're working two hours a day. Yep. Um, it, it, you know, there's there's a lot of variables. Society, you know, like it's to do with talent, work ethic, IQ, all these variables which people don't want to talk about. So. Yeah. All right, quick break. I'm reading this question. You said post-rebrand Glaxon would like to release a creatine supplement, but isn't hybrid kind of a creatine supplement because of the one and a half grams of creatine HCL? So could you take it pre without the carbs? 
not exactly sure what that question is. So you get I think I'm going to assume that what you mean is that you're saying that that's a creatine product. I don't think one and a half grams is enough. I think you're going to need at least three to five to saturate the muscles, um, even even with the HCL version. So it, it was not intended as a creatine. Creatine is a, a fuel source, as we know, like ATP, et cetera. So that's why it was in that product. I didn't formulate that product, just full disclosure. So like I'm just speculating on what they were thinking when they formulated that one. Um, <clears throat> me personally... I would like a designer creatine matrix post workout with some, you know, insulin mimicker type ingredients. So, you know, your, your typical like jet mass, that kind of product, like a good tasting creatine product with CreaPure, um, the most studied probably ingredient in sports nutrition, which is creatine monohydrate. Uh, I do like the Platino's bonded Outlast CR. I think that's a cool concept, but with the 10 gram serving size, you're only getting three grams of creatine and seven grams of, of Platino's. So it's kind of like a little bit you know, expensive. Mm -hmm. And you were hitting that with some like GDA type ingredients in there, maybe. Yeah, maybe some insulin mimicker type GDAs, but obviously with it, they taste like butthole. They ingredient. taste like butthole. Yeah, they taste <laughs> like uh, spicy butthole. So yeah, spicy, um, spicy. So yeah, I, GDAs, spicy. botanicals. I try and keep botanicals out of powders because it's just, you know, it's twenty twenty, dudes. We can't be drinking this shit anymore. Now I'll drink something for efficacy all day long because I come from this generation yeah. as you two do, yeah. where I'll chug this shit just to get jacked. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Kids these days don't want to be jacked. They don't want to look like Jay Cutler anymore. They want to look like Conor McGregor. So they ain't going to drink something unless it tastes like liquid Kool-Aid. So. Yeah. Yep. What you got at me? What All you right. got in there? Back at Sam. What's the weirdest thing you've seen Joey Savage put together and then put into his body? Put into his body? <laughs> I mean, Joey Joey experiments with DMT, dimethyltryptamine. So if you know what that is, I've done it. Not with Joey. Um, never with Joey. But I, I, <laughs> I've done it. I mean, I don't know. The weirdest thing I've ever seen Joey do is like try and like teach squirrels to do stuff. Squirrels? Yeah, trying to like, like the pa animal. Pavlovian conditioning on squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's that's a tr that's a thing that happens. I don't know. I gotta meet this Joey guy. I don't know. Hey, we can bring him here. Yeah, that we can good. bring him here if you want me to. Yeah. I can. We can. We can do the next like meeting with Blackstone and tell them all to fly into. Are Tuesday. you guys uh, going to this uh, TNS Christmas party in December? Yeah, December we've 12th? definitely been invited to it. So yeah, yeah. Four I bet that's going to be an interesting time. Yeah, I think I Dan might even be there. Dan. From Dan. Ghost. From Ghost. Oh, the legend. Yeah. Cool. The legend. Yeah. The legend in his own living room. Awesome. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, me. All right, training questions. Uh, best advice for a teenager, 17, wanting to take bodybuilding to a pro level? Well, there's only one <laughs> pro here, so let's ask him. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. I mean, I mean honestly. 17-year-old Doug. I, I mean, that's when you started training. Right. I understand, but like it, it, to take it to a pro level, I'm, I'm assuming you mean like IFBB pro. That's what we assume. You are you pretty much have to. I'm, and this is my opinion, right? Like I understand some people will want to do this at all costs, but like you're pretty much guaranteeing shortening your life by many many years. Twenty years. Yeah, twenty years. So if you are mentally okay with that, right? Which you might be at 17, but when you're 35. And have, you know, a wife and kids and family, your perspective on things change and you're probably going to end up regretting a lot of that stuff. So, you know, it's hard to see when you're a 17 year old, but, you know, I keep it as a hobby because for most people, bodybuilding doesn't pay the bills. There's more to life than bodybuilding. Yeah. Like, again, like I listen, I, when I was that age as well, yeah, yeah. wanted to look like Jay and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Even Jay told me he didn't want to get that big. When yeah. I, I've had dinner with him, he didn't want to get that big. He had to because that's what the stage dictated. But yeah. 
he looks better now than when he competed. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's way healthier that's for way sure. Healthier. That's yeah. why he's aged so much better than certain other. Yeah. People, absolutely. Okay. So you know that one guy that always comes in here talk about, talks about the cockhead? Yes. All right. So he's in. He's, he's got a question for you. The cockhead. When the, was your uh, first kiss? Where's the, where is the cockhead? And sex. Oh, right here. What? Wait, have you met Carl? So this is our general manager. We made air fresheners. It was his face. He doesn't look like that right I now. I, I thought that was Jim Carrey, to be honest with you, bro. Yeah. He loves Jim Carrey. He can do a good impression. I really thought that was Jim Carrey. I'm not bullshitting. You. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would actually take that as a compliment. Yeah, because this he was about two. If we, can, if we could say you need to shave the entire, hey, he doesn't again. look anything like this. He's now. got hair and a beard. But like this is what this is known as a cuckhead. And just to be clear, this isn't like a cuckold. This is cuck. C U C. How did that even come into cuckold? Because some people think that's what we're talking about. But his name is Cuck, which stands for Creepy Uncle Carl, because he loves kids and like he was whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. creepy. Uncle. Creepy he on. loves kids. You can't just say yeah, that. Okay, yeah. well, let me get he that. He likes kids' toes. Like, he loves kids' toes <laughs> and, like, playing with kids' toes, but not in, like, a creepy pedophile kind of way, just like a creepy, like your creepy Uncle Carl kind of way. It's kind of pedophile-ish. Like, okay. Maybe, but it's accepted now. Maybe, it's a all good. maybe a little bit of that, right? It's got but a foot fetish for kids. So it's kind of <laughs> like a little bit like, okay, all right. So, anyway, oh, shit, Carl's on here. Yeah, he I goes, let's snuggle. <laughs> He goes, you're, not, you're not doing anything to make this goes, better, I'm a, I'm a real leader. Look at this. Tickle the cuck. You are not doing anything to make this better for yourself. Love Let's me snuggle. some cuck. Okay, so yeah, so cuck. Yeah, anyways. And this this one guy who comes in, uh, he's always in the question. He's always talking about the cuckhead. The cockhead. He calls he it, goes, co- call cock it cockhead. So he wants to know when was your first kiss and sex? Bro, I'm not answering that. Like, <laughs> it wasn't with my wife. So, like, th- there's nothing good that could come out of that, right? Like, that's the dumbest question ever. Next. I wouldn't say dumb. They, just no, you can just give an age. Carl yeah. says I like Doug's I'm, I'm still a virgin, so. Yeah. You know. Oh, God. Okay. Well. Even, even after jail, still a virgin? That's <laughs> Definitely an anal virgin. So just <laughs> that virginity is never going to be taken. So even by a woman. Exit so. only. Exit <laughs> only. Why is it with women in the butthole these days? Like, <laughs> leave that alone. Come on. Oh, uh, I won't even go into that. I was that was going to a deep dark place, you know what I'm saying? Literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, we got a couple uh, more questions. Otherwise, Bird's going to kill us for going uh, this long. Uh, general tips and supplements for better digestion of meals. Why are you both staring at me like deep? I mean, was that a, was that a question? Did I not? Well, general, cool. I'll tell you general what. tips for be, for and supplements. I'll tell you what. Core greens and. You know, I don't use the Glaxon greens, but you might speak to this the same way. Ever since I added core greens, which has, you know, a good probiotic, has full greens, has the fiber aspect, my poop is glorious. My poop is like regular. Every morning I eat breakfast, and then within five minutes, it's just like a glorious, massive dump. I mean, it's just... (laughs) One sheet Oh, bro, it's like... Yeah, I mean, it's like five pounds of just doom. It's, um, but it's amazing. Jeez, doom? <laughs> I, I don't know if this is glorious. This sounds like a nightmare. I mean, it's it's actually kind of like the highlight of my day, or at least one of them. And when, we're, tra- and when we're traveling, it and does. he doesn't get his morning uh, poo. He under- he knows when we're traveling, and I don't get the poo before I go out the door. I'm the handler. He so we gotta, I got to make sure, you know, we get, you know. Like a child. Did you eat? Did you shit? Did right, you right, right, right. Oh, totally. Did you take your morning poo today? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about? All right. What do you think about BPN's supplements? Crazy growth. It's a random. Do you know what it is? Ew. No, BPN. Do you know BPN? 
Bear performance. Uh, uh, bear. Uh, what's it? Uh, oh, Nick the uh, Marine guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick yeah. Bear. Yeah, yeah, he's from he's from. Uh, what's the product called? What's that? What's the product called? I'm gonna look it up. I don't know what it is. Oh no! Just all their their, their brand has blown up. Oh, I thought it was just a specific He's done product. a great job of creating like a first form cult. You well, know, like the gym a, I used to go to, a lot of his athletes worked out at Alpha Elite in Houston because yeah. he's from that kind of greater between yeah. Austin and Houston, about like an hour twenty minutes away from each yeah. other. So there's a lot of catchment areas. Yeah. Um, it's like a cult. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And again, you you can't knock the guy. His physique, his background, his story, the marathons, yeah. lifts heavyweights. Like the guy's a fucking beast. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. That's, it, it's the same thing I would say with first form. One, one is like, I don't think they have the greatest labels. I don't think they have the greatest formulas. I don't think they have the greatest flavors. But they do a good job in all those areas. But the the culture and the community they've built is next level. Oh, no right? one's on there. First form is like, yeah. Uh, anyone who takes it, they will never take anything else. Yeah. And they will tell you, it's like being vegan. They will just tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. And that's, a, that's some great marketing. And, and again, it, the people behind those brands, you can't knock them. They, yeah. you know, no one's got a bad word to say about them. Yeah. So. That's about all I got on the question side. Word. You know, uh, we, there's some questions specific to like core and stuff like that, but we've well, answered, well, we, 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 we do, time. since this is our podcast, you got to give them the quick update of what's dropping on Monday real quick before we go. Who's these? I'm going to grab it there. Oh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> Bro, it hit the... <laughs> oh, I'm nervous about that. Oh. Bro. All right. That's, is it correct? It's calling 911. It. it totally called 911. How? We might have. <laughs> what? That was. You've never had an emergency call? Did it, is your phone okay? Did it. I think like, cracked it. I, I legit just called 911. How did it. How did <laughs> it, it, it fell down. It called 911. How did it even. I call guarantee you they'll be calling back. Damn, that's me going back to ice. Bro, it dude, you, it's uh, your fault. I'm then. going back to ice. Bro, they're totally. That's they're, weird. They're totally following you. Doug literally shits like a bear. If he and a bear were shitting side by side, the bear would high five Doug. <laughs> that, that's Carl. He's a, he's a special one. Um, so Core Z's next week is dropping. That's the new formula. So we remove Fenibit. Benefit. Uh, benefit. Yeah, that is the, that's a good benefit. That's a good sub. We, we remove Fenibit uh, to be a little bit more compliant, which is... Uh, and Fenibit does have a druggy feel to it. Like, it knocks me out a well, little bit. Speaking too. of Joey Savage, he has a thing on Fridays. He calls them Fenny Fridays, and he makes everyone in the office Fenibit stuff. Like, how much Fenibit stuff? Quite a bit. Yeah, we have. That so sounds like, like a fun time. Yeah. He's got certain days of the week where he's just going to whip up What some does he look like? Sketch. I'm envisioning kind of like a nerdy, skinny, like. Yeah, I mean, it, like, he's, I wouldn't say skinny, um, but he, he, another thing he does, he takes three grams of niacin a day. Just for the. Fun of itch. Well, nice and can be healthy, right? Well, like, it's cholesterol. He thinks it's anti aging. He walks around like a beetroot. He loves it. I mean, like, listen, like, there, if nice is very healthy for you, it's releasing, yeah. you know, stuff into the bloodstream from stored in fat cells. That's that yeah. kind of flush feeling. Um, but yeah, he, he calls them Fenny Fridays. So he still has a little stash of his own personal stuff, not in the manufacturing facility before anyone asks. That's Joey's <laughs> own personal consumption. Stacks great. His own test stacks great with trend. Yeah, it's great. Um, Dude, so just yeah, this thing. Up. No, it's good. See you later. We're good. No. Uh, so Core Z's. Oh, I'm going to delete this in a second. Anyways, it's all good. Um, I'm worried for your phone. Here, bro. And 911. Um, Core Z's drops. So we got rid of the Fenibit. We added 5-HTP. Um, still great formula. Best flavor we've ever done in our sleep product. Dropping Monday. Really good. Um, drops on Monday. Do we, we have a deal? We definitely have a deal with it. It's a hard extreme with the hard extreme. That is a great deal. So hard extreme, our anti-cortisol has some anti-estrogens. 
Um, it's, it's the powdered uh, version of our most popular product, which is Core Hard. It's that stack for sixty nine, right? Uh, Seventy nine ninety nine. And right. coupons do apply, so like that's that's your deal. That's juice. That's a sick deal. So, anyways, that's dropping Monday. Anything else for Sam? Got anything else for Sam, the Glaxon boy? I don't have anything. Sam, do you have any other? Is, uh, do you have any final uh, thoughts? This is. Uh, I appreciate your time. This is a, a great story. I didn't know that much about you, and you know, I I'm. I'm kind of excited to try some uh, Glaxon product uh, that you dropped off today. Yeah, and I will be getting you like more stuff, the new stuff, because I haven't even got it yet. It's gone out to a few retailers. Your stores do have it. but yep. um, So if you're in the Virginia area and you want to try the Glaxon products, nutritioncorners.com, Carl would yell. See, well, you uh, like that I shout out, Carl, for the Nutrition up. Corners? So you were living in Houston kind of right next to the, I mean, you were at the facility pretty much on a regular basis, right? Yeah, every day. Yeah. And so then you moved up how, here. How's that transition, right? Because it, like... Shit, if I need something, I just walk out and yeah. back and just grab whatever I need. Yeah, you know, it's, it, obviously listen, invoice listen. myself. But I mean, certain people didn't want to live in Houston, who shall remain nameless. So I, I had no choice but to Amanda. I had no choice but to <laughs> uh, to be here. And honestly, it's a beautiful area. And, and Houston is. I, I'm kind of done living in huge mega cities. Like Houston's the third largest city in the U.S. now. That's great with some of this, you know, there's some interesting culture and stuff down there, but, you know, it's just too much for me. I don't want to be dealing with the traffic. I don't want to be dealing with millions of people on a daily basis. So, you know, I'm blessed that I'm able to do my job remotely. I will have to go there on a regular basis. Um, but You're yeah, right it, next it, to an airport. So Yeah, there's, two, there's two good airports. There's, yeah. there's Javi and then there's obviously Bush International. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's it just means I'm going to have to wait a little bit. Our strategic planning has to be better now for me. So if I need something for a podcast, I should probably put that order in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're like last yeah. minute, right? Like we're, yeah, we didn't have this plan for weeks at a time. No, this is totally organic. This is literally like, hey, you're down the road, come up here. And you had no idea what I was going to talk about. I didn't know yeah. what you guys were going to talk about. And this is the- How long so was the drive? 40 minutes? 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you're welcome anytime. Come train. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah. come into like- if you guys haven't seen, I don't think the Instagram does it justice when you see pictures of it because it's spaced out. So it's not like, wow, this is a huge space. The machines in here are uh, pretty elite level. Um, I'm looking forward to using some. I might cool. even go use some later, later today, actually. Get, so. get a little pump, man. Yeah. Well, That's I want to try it. I have not tried the Fury. I've not tried the pump. I've not tried Bro, the I think we got, I mean, we're going to need to take a little chill on the caffeine today for you, though, bro. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> I drank it all. That that's good, right? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I was kind of one more. So what's that? Two, four, six. Six plus his own seven fifty. Out of fury, it's like three seventy five. Well, you know, you're gram. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get pumped. No. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, I'll take Wait, it tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it, man. It was great Pleasure. meeting you, learning more about you. You're welcome anytime. So, guys. Till next time. Let's Keep pause for the. Oh yeah, what are we gonna we do? Till next time, and then we can just. What are we gonna do? The, now we gotta know, do something. We gotta do like a screenshot. What do you got? Any suggestions? A screenshot. Yeah, you know, like for the cover photo of the YouTube and the. Well, he should. Uh, he should have a Glaxon product. What do you think? Nah, we don't need a Glaxon. Product. We could stack a. How about we do a Cheers Energy Drink? Yeah, that's that's good. All right, ready? Hold on, are we gonna put it out here? Get it in there. America. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now can I do uh, the sign-off? Do what you want. Till next time, keep crushing it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ask the Boss, featuring Doug Miller and Patrick Meaty Thighs Me. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast and checked out our other social media platforms, please do. Also, be on the lookout for the next episode. And last but not least, keep crushing it.